0: It's dark and it's cold and I feel I'm getting older and I wonder are you
1: watching Home Alone too? Are you watching Home
0: Alone too? too- and welcome back to Next Scene Pod the podcast taking on the Sticky Bandits, one scene at a time. Uh, I'm your host, Sean. Uh, unfortunately, once again, my co-host Brian uh, could not join us, but we we soldier on. And in his place, we have two very, very special guests. You know them, you love them from the wonderful Bat
1: Minute podcast. It's Niall and John hey Hola. hello thank you for having us i'm excited i love yes. this well, i was gonna say i love this franchise that's a <laughs> yeah. bit of a lie so, like, i like the first two entries of these seven movie franchises
0: yeah. one either. of them's
1: great one of them's okay uh <laughs> yeah
0: and but the mystery rest. is which one is which <laughs> yeah. one is which <laughs> that is the that it is the mystery really hit
2: its height with home alone three and it just never got to that peak again <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I might disagree. I'm I'm a particular fan of Home Alone Five. Uh, I, I didn't prefer... even know there was a Five. I thought there was four, and then the new one. <laughs> Five's the one with friggin'
2: Malcolm McDowell. Is that what yeah. Was like, what? With like, Malcolm, there's no way you need the money. Like, there's just <laughs> no way. Why are you in this? Maybe he's bored that weekend.
0: Yeah. Maybe he liked the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it just yeah. I've always wanted to be hit in the face with a paint can. <laughs> Yeah, because Home Alone, is actually um, uh, Home Alone, the holiday heist, mm-hmm. uh, is what uh, they okay. call it. But it's it's the fifth in the series is, well, the, the, the boy left Home Alone thinks there's a ghost. He thinks the house is haunted, but it's also, it's modern enough. This was 2012, so it's like a smart house where everything's wow. wired and you can kind of talk to the house. So there's that extra twist to it as well uh um, i see it's on our disney yeah. plus
1: as well okay is, is yeah.
2: there any reference? because the fact they got malcolm mcdowell in there is there any jokes that do like a clockwork orange reference of like oh my friend's been injured in the middle of the road you've <laughs> got to come out to help him oh that would be gold like, you know people oh, on I set don't... would be like oh we have to yeah. can we get away with that like we didn't the script might have been written with him in mind but once it's there it's like we can't not make the joke it's freaking malcolm <laughs> mcdowell how often do you get to work with the guy
0: yeah, I didn't pick up on it. I didn't pick up on any jokes like that, but it's really a missed opportunity. Um, it's also wow. got Debbie Mazar and Ed Asner. There's like, you know, oh. some some names oh, that, that people Batman Forever is Debbie Mazar. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. yeah, Yeah, Batman Forever. Yeah,
1: everything's, everything's
2: connected. connected. <laughs> you know, things got I, spicy I... in uh, Home Alone 5, I guess.
1: <laughs> I know what I'm watching this this Christmas season. I am watching this terrible yeah. Home Alone holiday heist. Yeah, it's Home It's Alone. nearly a decade old. I haven't even heard of it. Uh, yeah, it's it's well, practically a classic at this point. Isn't the fourth <laughs> one then called
2: Taking Back the House, or is that? Yes. Yeah. So just so. it's every time I see it, I'm just imagining. it's like, oh yeah, Talking Heads did the the spinoff theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, "300, laughs> Three hundred, sixty-five degrees. Taking it. it's all like footage of like
1: the burgers got their, their faces burnt and stuff. <laughs>
2: Three hundred, sixty-five
1: degrees. That works for me. Taking yeah, back yeah. the house. But we're here to talk um, about a much better movie.
0: Yeah. Well, well, yes. Yeah. So we are, we are here, not here to talk about a uh, home alone's three, four or five or six or uh, any of the other <laughs> home alone spin-offs. We're here to talk about home alone two, And we're at the, uh, the finale part eight, we run from roughly uh, one hour, 42 and a half minutes to the two hour mark to the end of the film. And then, um, as promised, if time allows, we'll we'll kind of with our wrap-up and overall impressions of this Home Alone 2 film, we'll also talk a little bit about Home Sweet Home Alone, the 2021 remake, reboot, slash sequel sort of extension of the yeah, the latest entry. About it. We have of to. the franchise. Yes, we have to. And and we will, but first we we must uh, we gotta close out The Home Alone 2, the the final part where we left off in part seven. Uh, Harry and Marv had uh, caught up with Kevin, had captured him, and were dragging him into the park, which just Mm. happened to be where he wanted to go anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes. This this was a thing I had, like, like, because so many things about,
2: you know, the first Home Alones, it's like it's tight as a drum in so many ways. There's so many good setups and payoffs. Mm. And this one's all a bit, like, kind of hokey. In that, uh, <laughs> like, this is like, oh, yeah, so he's in this, you know, giant hotel suite, and then he goes down to this,
1: it's his, was his aunt's house that's, like, derelict? Yeah, they, Incredibly up. derelict, though. Like, they said they were doing renovations. That thing also, has been gutted.
0: Yeah, this it's like a, to... yeah, a rebuild. This is yeah. not a renovation. Yeah,
1: for so many years, I just assumed,
2: because I was kind of misremembering the movies. like, oh, I think he just goes to, like, an abandoned derelict <laughs> street or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because,
2: yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's just weird then, because it's like, how big is Central Park? Like, that he not only does he have to go they, go, they have to take him all the way there into where the exact spot mm-hmm. of where Pigeon Lady is going to be. It's just like, this is a bit like, this isn't, you know, oh, the creepy neighbor next door. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes sense that he might bump into him. This is more like, this is like needle, on as they say later in this very clip, needle on a haystack kind of stuff. Needle on these these people would cross paths. Well, again, the same thing could be said. Of the entire concept of Harry and Marv randomly bumping into Kevin
1: McAllister again in the yeah. U.S. You, you can vaguely believe that. That's like one coincidence that you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. that might happen. Weirder things have happened. Yeah. But yeah, maybe this is a step too far. But that, that's the movie in general, isn't it? It's You can see what they've done. They've gone, well, we need the creepy neighbor again. How do we do yeah. that? <laughs> creepy bird woman. There you go. <laughs> creepy Better.
0: bird woman, yeah. But I guess she... Well, I suppose we're I, I don't know if they actually explicitly say that she's homeless or, or, you know, houseless, but she's always in this section of the park. Mm-hmm. So this was when when Kevin first arrives and he's first wandering through the city, he passes through and that the hotel happens to be the hotel is like right across the street from the park. So it kind of makes sense that they end up here, although at this point they're not coming from the hotel, they're coming from the townhouse. Yeah. yeah, but wasn't that quite a bit further away? Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that is quite a bit further away. So how they just happened to end up and and I assume this is supposed to be that same section of the park where we see the bird woman earlier in the film, which again it's but that's close
1: to the hotel. That's not close to the townhouse. Well maybe oh, it's well. the other side of the park, because I I imagine no. that I've never been to New York. I imagine this is a big park. Mm. Here in Liverpool, we've got um Sefton Park and that's probably like a quarter of uh, Central Park and that's huge Mm. so I think maybe the house is on the other side of the park and they've just happened to bump into the bird woman she's just you know she just wanders around feeding birds and it's a coincidence
2: yeah Yeah. I thought it was very um like I know by reputation that New York's supposed to be like a crazy
1: place Oh, especially back then yeah
2: (laughs) yeah yeah pre clean yeah Pre-clean up New York, but like surely people seeing these two guys covered on all this crap, looking deathly injured, angrily (laughs) dragging a kid through the park, someone might be like, "Should I intervene here?" (laughs) Like this doesn't look right. (laughs) Just better not get involved.
0: Well, there's I mean, the other. Maybe, there's...
2: maybe it was, but that could have been. The, like, if this was Martin Scorsese's Home Alone, yeah, yeah. there would be no one would intervene, <laughs> except maybe one lone taxi driver or something. But,
1: Sadly, like... this happens though in real life. You know, these, these days people don't intervene. They they film it on their phone because mm-hmm. they think that's a good thing as well. Like, oh, I've got proof. And okay, maybe one person doing that is, but you like you get everybody doing it and nobody helping. yeah
0: yeah please help me put the yeah put the camera put the phone down and and help yeah Yeah, because one person get the proof please (laughs) everyone else at eight yeah i mean it makes sense that late at night there wouldn't be anyone in the park but we can see people on the street and and this calls back to earlier outside the the toy store Mm. when sort of they, they first run into each other Mm. they kind of harry and marv approach kevin and he screams and yells you know runs away and they chase him into the park and everyone's just like eh, all right <laughs>
1: you know this yeah. <laughs> i i do love how Crazy. utterly messed up they look at this point in the movie though because mm. uh, this mm-hmm. this movie is um not that the first one is very serious but this one's more cartoony i would say yeah it takes it like another step doesn't it yeah and, and it, it it's kind of it makes it Far less believable, but it's also it's fun. It's silly. It's kind of Looney Tunes or something. Mm. So I love how ridiculous they look already. i <laughs> like surprised you don't get blown out and everything. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't get as many like cosplays
2: of people showing up at <laughs> conventions oh, up yeah. as Harry and Marv. Because like, well, There you go. No Live for Comic Con. We'll
0: do it. We won't do a Batman thing. We'll do this. Yeah. It could be one... that if you had to cover yourself in oil yeah. and stuff, it's like yeah, it's yeah. not pleasant. Like. You know... What well, I would say, if you were going to do it, like this would, this yeah, this film has better looks than than the mo- the first one, mm. because they brought in the the paints and the oils and all the other stuff from the construction site. Whereas the first one, it was yeah, you know, uh, so I guess Harry Harry gets his head burned, but then they had to do like the outline of the iron that hit yeah. Marvin in the face yeah. and
2: things like that. There weren't you have to have like no shoes yeah. as well. That's the only thing be walking around all day bare feet.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, not worth so, it, really. Uh, I wonder—is there any—is—is is there drag inspiration in a, <laughs> in the Home Alone franchise? I mean, we know just recently uh, someone did Kevin McAllister in in a in a snatch game.
1: Yes, and it um, was absolutely appalling. <laughs> it, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to television. Uh, the Sticky Bandits. Couldn't <laughs> yeah, that has it.
2: If they kept on to the third one, it would have been, like, the smoking bandits or, like, the tired <laughs> bandits or something. So this is them after. They're like, oh, yeah, we're done. We're, we're not oh, even yeah. going to bother chasing the kid anymore.
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> over here it was a PG, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, is like, this was, a, you know, um, designed for families as you could get, but then it still does have the
1: elements of intense violence. Intense. To yeah, be but- fair. They weren't afraid of that back then. Um, no, you got a lot. You, you got violence. You got innuendo. Mm. Like they, they weren't afraid to sort of push the boundaries a little bit with what what makes a kids' movie. Because as a kid, because I was the perfect age for this. This was yeah. like my favorite movie. Was well, the first one probably, and then this one. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it so much. I wanted to be Kevin. I I wanted the um. The, what's the name of the recorder? The uh. The Talk Boy. The Talk Boy. I wanted that. And I, I never wanted got to... one, <laughs> oh. but uh, you know, I wanted it. But the thing is, when I'm a, when you're a kid and you watch it, you think, "Oh, Kevin is the coolest. I want to be Kevin. He is mm-hmm. like inspiration." And when you watch it now, I'm like 35. I'm like, "Yeah, he's a he's a bit he's a bit annoying." <laughs> 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 I'm kind of on the side of the bandits. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, maybe. Want... May... Go
0: well, no, I was just gonna going. say, and, and maybe you also realize he's also a bit of a sadist. Yeah. I mean, he goes, obviously, you know, he's in the first one, he's protecting his home here. He's trying to, you know, protect a toy store and the, the poor kids that are going to get the donation. But uh, he goes a little bit further than he needs to. He
1: yeah, does. that's the thing. Like protecting your home is one thing. And OK, he's trying to do a good deed protecting the toy store. But mm-hmm. do you really need to go that far?
2: Everything Could- about Kevin, Kevin McAllister, though, is like he's like the origin of a Batman villain in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> you can imagine, like, nowadays, Macaulay Culkin, like oh, he's in an asylum, but he always escapes because he's already he's already pre-planned so many ways he can rig things in yeah. order for him to get out, while also taking out the security guards with wacky tra- traps right. on the way But It's actually it's actually now I have to go, maybe I've had, that's a spec script for Matt Reeves right there. Yeah, it's why like, not? Like, combine the two, I guess now it's Disney now, isn't it, Home Alone, so you'll never get that Aww. crossover. Until, uh, of course, Disney buys Warner Brothers, and, and they will oh, yeah. eventually. We, we know it's coming. In our lifetime, that will happen
1: eventually. Disney will become a nation.
0: I just wait for the scene where, like, the guards go to check up on his cell in Arkham, and he's got the VCR of, you know, angels with filthiest souls, like, queued up with the dialogue <laughs> to respond to the...
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <So> <laughs> and they yeah, were retelling of uh, the Wayne murders, and that was the movie they went to see. <laughs> that's oh, the- oh my God.
1: What would the third one be? Oh, cool? and we've this, got.
0: This- well, sorry, just I have to jump in and say we've got the pearls. Falling oh, no. us with- <laughs> oh and that's how he God, takes out yeah. Batman, too. It's like he lays out a
2: pearl booby trap. <laughs> And Batman yeah. oh, like No sees them, it's gets him so much. Maybe Kevin <laughs> It's just by sheer coincidence. Like I didn't even know that he can Batman out of fear of pearls, but apparently he
1: does. Maybe Kevin kills the parents by mistake when he grabs the pearls and throws mm-hmm. the he throws them on the ground, it causes Bruce's parents to slip and break their <laughs> neck.
2: Kind of like the retelling of the Wayne murders, but it's them going through the home alone traps. So it's like <laughs> these <laughs> epic flashbacks of like an iron flying
1: into Thomas Wayne's face. It was all an accident as well, a misunderstanding. <laughs> well, it like, looks I... like the new home alone, which we'll get to. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's so let's move along. So then uh so it seems like the end of the line for our, our plucky little hero here is he's, he's captured by Harry and Marv, and then suddenly Birds appear. Yeah. Why, I why do birds it. suddenly appear every time <laughs> this lady is near?
1: <laughs> oh, put that on the doorbell. That's great. Yeah. I really like this because at the moment I'm playing a video game called Yakuza Like a Dragon. And one mm-hmm. of your party members in that game is a homeless guy called Namba. And one of Namba's skills is to attack the enemy. He throws bird seed at them and the, all the hey. pigeons he's friends with from the park come and, and do this <laughs> exactly like in the movie we he, just swiped it
2: from Home Alone 2 <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah I think a, I, when I saw this though I was like oh I think I realized why Sean's got us on for these particular minutes so th- this again is a very Batman tactic as well mm. the end of Batman Returns how does he take out the penguin mm-hmm. a bunch of bats fly out of the friggin ski boat thing he has swarm yeah. him and the penguin falls into like a toxic waste or whatever down in the sewer and this is the same, like it happens in Batman year one. So it's like, all right, I need to get out. It happens in Batman Begins. I need to get out of here. Swarm of bats comes in. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if this was Sean's thinking. I was like, well, this is what Batman would do, right? <laughs> it's a like, Batman. Yes. Yeah. Although, if
1: yes, it was that's Batman, exactly. If it was a Batman movie, though, Kevin would put these uh, fireworks down someone's pants. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of sad.
2: I'm surprised he, he uh, essentially kind of wastes the fireworks. without. He, he doesn't use it to injure them in any way. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd try to get the two birds with one stone, but that... Two birds with
1: one stone, eh? Birds, eh, one? eh There's more than two yeah. birds. <laughs> <laughs> Pun retroactively intended. <laughs> there you go. But uh, when when um, they pull the gun on Kevin as well, I had a question, right? I, I, I know nothing about guns. Come on, I'm English. Mm-hmm. Uh, would the oil stop it firing? Because w- w- he can't fire it, because it's all goopy. Hmm. Is that right? Oh, right. It's it jamming
2: up the gears. Because you see him flick, trying to flick it with, like, it's like he can't get the hammer. but I wasn't too sure if it was just the gun was so slick that he couldn't pull the hammer back. Maybe. I don't or know if it's, how it's actually fire a gun, really. <laughs> was, yeah, it could, could be. A, it makes sense that it would gum up the works as well, because it is, like, thick, viscous fluid like inside the mechanism as well. So it is so. They must have had a great day, and the the Foley team <laughs> getting that sound. <laughs> <guy>. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, nothing more satisfying than making a squelch sound when you're a sound effects <laughs> yeah. guy. I can imagine.
0: Yeah, I I was kind of confused myself because my first impression was that it's too slippery that he can't get really a hold to pull the trigger or anything that it's slippery. But then mm. uh, when the pigeon lady throws the seed and and then it sticks to them, so then it's it's sticky. Mm. So is it? Oh, so yeah, yeah. like, can it be slippery and sticky at the same time? Is that?
2: I suppose I... it could,
1: yeah. Mm. Um sticky stuff can be slippery as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. D- well, d- I don't d- want to be too obscene in this episode <laughs> again, but you know per- personal, personal lubricants, they kind of cling to you, but they're slippy. <laughs> okay yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah right. nothing further
0: to add <laughs> uh, you know it, it's got to do a dual job there so i'm gonna to have to put a tag you know a tag on this episode you could you could edit that out it's fine
2: <laughs> here's a oh, no, question that's... for you john because you've gone through the these movies now in detail mm-hmm. does kevin McAllister ever speak to the bandits like any not shouting at to them from afar because every t- I, my only memories of him t- is all the, like, you know, you had enough or you're thirsty for more. But that's said to them, like, well, they're down and out, and he's way at a distance. Right. But, like, yeah. every time they have him, he never says anything to them. He's always just, he like, said. gaping. Oh, I get that. But it's just, like, you think there would be, like, some kind of lines of dialogue, a little bit of banter. But it's almost as if, like, his relationship with them is purely... Oh, this is going to sound bad. It's, like, a physical relationship in that <laughs> they're always just sort of beating the crap... Well not beating the crap out of each other he's always beating the crap out of them but they never like interact and he, and he, even when he was talking to them like in the first one through like the he was doing it via like you know uh, angels with dirty faces and stuff right. like it's it's, it's uh, it just sort of struck me in this viewing it's like yeah he never actually has words to say to them except like when he's shouting
1: at them and they can't really say anything back to him it's true but i'll defend it because again like he's a kid He's terrified, so he's got the guts, he's got the balls, he's cocky when he's got one up on them, right but as soon as they've got him, it's like, oh crap, these are crappy, crap.
2: they're like yeah you you ha if you had the right dialogue for these scenes, it either have to be him saying kind of badass things to them. Or the realistic version, which would just be a little kid going, "Please don't kill me, please!" Yeah, and it would yeah. just change the tone so much. Of like, you know, it's kind of fun up until the kids start begging for his life. Yeah, so. you've
1: got to kind of strike a balance there, and I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder. Yeah, we'll we'll
0: just we'll give them credit, the filmmakers, and say they specifically chose because I think you're right that he, you know, he taunts them from atop the stairs or behind a door to egg them on. You know, oh, are you you ready for more? But he never speaks to them. They they. They speak to Kevin. We see, in, you know, in this segment, when uh, when 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 uh, Harry says, uh, you know, I I never made it past, you know, I never made it to the sixth grade, and you won't either. Like so, they they talk to him and they threaten him, but he never he never does speak with them directly. I mean, he, he psychs them out mm-hmm. in years to come, f- constantly phoning them in prison, <laughs> and then not speaking
2: to
1: them down the line. Like I know what you, He's Kevin. Breathing. I know
2: it's you, a little bread.
1: <laughs> I do love the way that that Joe Pesci's just. He's just playing every character he always plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not—he's yeah. not toning it down mm. for any reason. You know, he's—he's he's I mean, just playing yeah. a gangster kind of a character. He's not—he's not taming it at all. I he, mean, he's scary. I guess the script's kind of toning it down because, like,
2: Joe Pesci in Casino would have taken out a fountain pen and stabbed Kevin in the neck. Well, yeah, 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 but you know what I mean. Or like anything else <laughs> happened. Like,
1: but they've not—they've not really like changed much of of the way he normally acts. Like he's still kind of scary. Mm. Um, mm. he's he's threatening. He's not a goofball. Like you—you right. you fully believe that if you know if this kid wasn't as competent, he would have just shot him in the face.
2: Yeah, yeah. Are You do like a, yeah. These these two now are intent on full-on murder <laughs> of this yeah. kid. And it it's kind of weird. It's like yeah, the end of a kid's movie. These two are literally plotting to kill this kid right and i, like, and okay, I think that's, that's, that's quite a bit of implied peril like <laughs> thinking of the you know the rating system that will be like that's quite a mm-hmm. bit of peril right there i think <laughs> i might bump you up to a pg
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's key and that's one of the big differences between these first two films and all the rest is that we we know Kevin's protected. You know we know these what type of film we're, we're in for. We know it's the kid's going to be a okay. pet. terminology as well like, we know Kevin. He's a made guy. Nobody, made, well, we we'll New York catches you know, Kevin. How Peter can afford that huge house and uh, wow. airfare for you know the whole family? So uh, oh, that would have been a better twist
2: in. It's just like you think he's going to die, and then they, they, they realize, oh my god, this
0: is like Don McAllister's kids. Yeah, <laughs> like, they've been going after the wrong kid. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Kevin. all time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean we we you know we know this is there's gonna be a happy ending that the the kid's gonna be okay. so when you make the when when you make the thieves or the burglars, when they make them goofy and like that's part of the the comedy, it just takes the you know kind of the wind out of the sails, but it's you know make you know make the burglars scary, make them serious, make them threatening, and that gives us the tension between you know, between the good and the bad or the the comedy and the the threatening yeah. bits, because ultimately yeah. we, we know he's going to be OK. It isn't really threatening. So mm. it's not so there's no risk of like, oh, are we going to go too far? Is he going to be, you know, is he too much the gangster from Casino? And it's like, well, no, mm. because because we know Kevin's going to be OK in the end. So it's so one yeah, of those things
2: that it works so much better in the first one, because there is that kind of element like. Cause in this one, it's following the beat so much that you mm-hmm. can kind of guess where it's gonna go. It's like, oh, the setup, this lady who lives in the park. So I guess yeah. she'll show up and help. Whereas in the first one, it was kind of like all that stuff with the old man was like, when they when they had him, it was like, how is this guy gonna get out of this? Like him appearing out of nowhere. it was like, oh, oh, now it, that's why you set all that up. Oh, great. Whereas this yeah. one, that's a bit more like, well, we know what's gonna happen. Like it's not really, it's it's too much of a, a, it's become of instant formula. Within a
1: two-movie franchise to be like, oh, he's going to get saved the last second. <laughs> well, that, by that's something. what's weird about this whole movie is um, they've clearly tried to differentiate it by like, okay, right, he's not stuck in the house. We have to change the formula. Okay, cool. But then so many other things are sticking to the formula. It's, yeah. it's a weird dynamic of like they're trying, but they're not quite there. And was this
2: the, I did have beef with the whole... Not the concept of the pigeon lady, because I guess it's a nice message and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Like my big revelation the last time uh, I was on this show for a Home Alone movie when we did Home Alone one. Like mm-hmm. my big revelation was that because I hadn't seen I'd seen Home Alone hundreds of times when I was a kid, hadn't watched it in my adult life because I was like, well, I've seen it, I know what happens in it. And I wasn't prepared for like how emotional I was gonna get oh. about the old man, and like, I was actually like in oh. tears when he's reunited with his son at the end. I was oh. like, that never that never registered with him before, but it's so so well done.
1: Oh, well, kids and kids don't really one, get that bit, do they? Yeah.
2: Oh no, that's that that's that's there for the adults and stuff. No. But like the pigeon lady, I feel nothing for.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, she's think, Irish.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the beloved friend of. Friend of friend. Yeah,
0: Fricker, sorry. Fricker, Brand Fricker. Fricker yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, oh, see, a Joel
2: Schumacher go-to. She was in mm-hmm. A Time to Kill and Veronica Guerin. Mm-hmm. So he obviously when he had to, Joel had to go shoot a movie in Ireland, he's like, I know Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> why. I hired Irish an Irish lady one time. <laughs> I'll get her to be in it.
1: Yeah. I like but The it... Pigeon Lady, but it, it is kind of like, let's do the same thing again.
2: Yeah, this doesn't have the resonance. It's just sort of like, oh, it's the same thing over. And it's just like, she doesn't get reunited with anyone at the end it's just like well she's yeah. just the, the McAllisters get to go on and like have their high-flying lifestyle and kevin just goes the you know he just goes home at the
1: end <laughs> so she's the think, park do you think it would be better then if you know when they they get their nice christmas together that all the which we're going to get you know they have presents and things mm-hmm. should they should kevin go hang on we need to invite someone over so we know. Go and get John, it. You know yeah. it's a
2: John Hughes move. The planes, trains, and automobiles. It's like I was yep. stuck. i was stuck with friggin' John Candy. He doesn't have a home to go to, really. <laughs> Let's bring him in for the dinner. It's like just do that. If you're gonna repeat a formula, repeat yeah. one yeah. that was like, really touching. Like and, but it would be nice. It'll be like yes, yeah, she comes in then to the big swanky hotel and like tim curry's a bit of gas I was like, oh, blah, blah. but then maybe peter McAllister has a step up I was like no kevin wants her here i'm stepping up for my kid you know that kind of thing they could it have been good, a really yeah. nice scene there but no no they're kind of just no she just oh she gets a like freaking turtle dove
0: oh mm. yeah no, thanks good yeah <laughs> yeah well, where I, i'm gonna I, hang this i don't have a tree or a house to put it
1: in but uh you know <laughs> you want to, uh... i have yeah, a question that... for you Nile. oh oh so no, go, you said you, watched, you said you watched the first one a lot as a kid Mm. So does that imply that you didn't watch this one a lot? Just not as much. Ooh. This one, uh, I've seen this one a lot more recently in okay.
2: that, like, you know, I go home for Christmas every year and every year we always have it up in my brother's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, every, they always think, oh, you flick around what's on the TV. You know, over here I never watch normal, like, stationed television. Oh, have who streaming TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but over yeah. there they do. And every Christmas day on Channel 4 in the afternoon, Home Alone 2 is on. It's the <laughs> cheaper one. Yeah, not Home yeah. Alone 1. Home Alone 2 every time. And so I've seen, like, the past, like, seven years, I've seen this every Christmas day. Ooh. Not the whole thing, mind you. Usually, like, the last third,
1: pretty much. Okay. I and See, then... I think as a kid, I probably watched this as much because you're a kid. So you double bill them and, you know, you, you assume, well, the new one's the best one because it's the new one. I think I saw this one, like, first... Because
2: it was like a hot... You know, at the age I was when it came out, oh, I was like five or six, I guess, maybe. And then it would have been like, oh, that's the the hot new VHS rental. Mm-hmm. If you can get your hands on that one, that's great. And then, but around the same time, though, it would have been... The first one would have been on television. And then I would have taped that. And so by default, uh, I would have just watched that one over and over again. And then I would occasionally okay. see Home Alone 2 when it would be on television years later and stuff. But, uh, see, uh,
1: I, I was sold on the whole Home Alone thing. I, I had the... Video game of the first movie on the Atari ST, mm, uh, mm. but because I lived abroad, I lived in Cyprus. Right, the Amiga version had a better box, so I said to the guy in the shop because you know they're all fake. I was like, "Can I have <laughs> the Atari one?" But can you put it in the Amiga box? And he's like, yep. "Yeah, <laughs> yep. all right." And I, I had, had the g- popping out. Of it, <laughs> out <of> it, so. <laughs> I had the game of this one as well, but I can't remember if that was Atari or that might have been on DOS on PC. I think it might have been PC, but uh we might have outgrown Atari by this point. <laughs> uh, so Niall, did I hear you correctly that
0: you so you saw Home Alone 2 first? I'm
2: fairly certain I saw then, this one. This I think it's just by the by my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. happened a couple of times. Like I would I definitely would have seen like a bunch of the Police Academy sequels before I saw <laughs> <laughs> Police Academy because they were just they were the new ones. I, I'm certain right. I saw Ghostbusters two many times before I saw Ghostbusters yeah. one. Oh, and well. it was just by the time of like yeah, you know I was a kid and I was just getting to that age where you can watch this thing, but this is the new one that's like out mm. in like the video stores are pumping this in, so you can yeah. get that one, and then the older one would have been as popular, and it would only been like years later things would have like. Reset themselves Whereas like Oh seeing Ghostbusters 1 More times now
0: Because like Just you know The way these things it's work better. out so. so at the time yeah. Did you Do you remember Like was your first impression Like oh this You know this Home Alone 2 This is genius And then you see 1 And you're like Oh then 2 is just a A rip A complete rip off <laughs> <laughs> Again when I was a kid The similarities Never bothered me because like well, okay.
2: you just don't care back then do you really like it was just like yeah. oh it's more of the same that's fantastic it'd only be in like the, the jaded cynicism of age where you're like well <laughs> come on you know oh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. just, you're just repeating the same things over and over like that. um yeah i think the my main memory of this one much like john was just and en- being envious of the little tape recorder
1: <laughs> yeah that was the best thing ever because I, I also thinking of all the great pranks i could play with it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also never got it. It was one of oh, those sort of things yeah. like you see the advert in TV and it's like that's for like rich families. Like that yeah, would be yeah, yeah. Oh. that's the that's the for the McAllisters of the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, I the, certainly a, wasn't a McAllister.
2: and I wasn't even a, from a poor family. It was just more like I'm not that, I'm not Macallister rich though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not McAllister rich. You weren't connected. You
1: weren't protected. In other words, no, no, they, no. They clearly are. I mean, <laughs> in the first movie alone, their house, okay, insane. But then this one yet again they're going on a crazy holiday Mm. and money seems to be no real problem no object that's even like
2: when you take all that into account too at the very end of the movie when it's like you spent one thousand dollars on room service it's like that's a drop in the bucket for you peter (laughs) you probably spent that last night in your solo vast suite you got when you showed up at the last uh, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and somehow managed to like, oh, you to stick the whole family in that room. Me and the wife,
0: though, we're getting the freaking treatment yeah. right here. We're getting the treatment. Well, and they never make issue of the plane tickets, last minute plane tickets on Christmas Eve. Mm. You know, just it it had to be, I mean the whole the issue in the first one is is, you know, that the, the flights are sold out and then there's weather where the, the airport in Chicago is closed, but it's never an issue of, yeah, on Zero notice. I'm gonna buy a one-way ticket from Paris to <laughs> Chicago. Just you know, and, and and no consideration. Which I guess if you're if you're really concerned about the child, then maybe money is right. an object. But they never even stop to think. Like, all right, do we have to? You know, okay, we'll just cancel the cable, or uh, you don't have to lower the heat <laughs> for a month or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Even one line about like how it's going to set them back. So yeah. Anything, something would would make yeah. you relate to them a bit more.
2: This I is well, not to leak into home sweet home alone talk because i'll say that for the end but i do think they considered all this stuff in the way they figured out the plot line of that movie there was very Mm -hmm. clearly like we can't just repeat the first one because that wouldn't track with audiences nowadays people wouldn't be as accepting of just like all your heroes are vastly privileged like wealthy people Mm -hmm. for some reason i just don't think it will track with people as well today but oh we'll get to that when we get to
1: it yeah um yes so, so they've been attacked by the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: so speaking about cynicism, I think the the one thing or the the thing that has aged most poorly or, or least well is yeah is this relationship between Kevin and and the pigeon lady. There was there's a there's a in a draft of the script there was a scene where they show where they have one of the police officers that come to arrest Harry and Marv like recognize the pigeon lady um and like they they know her name and and they uh they show like her leaving with the police and they're singing christmas carols and they're like headed you know headed back to the station to you know get warm and have some hot cocoa and stuff so um uh, uh, it was good, oh. wasn't going to be
2: like a really cheesy like the cop
0: would be like mom and then like oh but that's, well, that's what
1: you're going to say yeah
0: well that's and that's what i thought that's what they should have done to kind of tie it in to kind of give you and i guess maybe they thought that's too much that's too much of uh, redoing what they did in the first one with the, it is. Yeah. with mm. the re- But but that's emotional. If you want to make an emotional connection, or even like have them head back to the hotel, like Kevin, um, you know Kevin says, well, you know we've got all this this room and these presents and everything and a thousand dollars of uh, you know, ice cream and sweets, so uh, I should invite my friend in. And then so he brings the pigeon lady back, yeah. and then and then the concierge Tim Curry recognizes like mother oh. and
1: then there oh yeah that's like a way better idea oh yeah <laughs> definitely do that that's a fantastic idea yeah. it doesn't matter that it's cheesy and silly and over the top because this whole movie is it's fine it's I a like Christmas be, that's film. why it's she hangs out in that yeah. she
2: knows he's in there too but she can't bring herself to go in that's why she hangs out in that uh. section of the park uh. perfect uh.
0: It's then it, then it's like Marley going to the church to watch his granddaughter sing. Ah oh, man, oh, just, oh. Oh, damn it. Then we just you fixed the movie too much now, Sean. I
2: can't go back to watch it. we <laughs> are be sitting on German Christmas cut. Day. Yeah, like, sitting on Christmas Day watching a family going like, you know, it would have been much better. Like, and this is an idea I've come up with myself. You understand? I didn't hear this from somebody else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get get John Hughes. We need to, actually we need to film like um like in Always Sunny they do their own Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sequels. <laughs> we need to do our own Home Alone sequel where the pigeon lady is the
1: mother of Tim Curry's concierge. <laughs> hey, why not? Let's, you know what? This, this is on Disney Plus these days. Let's just hit Disney yeah. up and go, look, mm-hmm. we've got an idea to make the movie better. A, it's the German cut. We're going to do it. Uh, we we're going to CGI the, uh, it all. It's going to
2: be fine. I wonder if we're going to spread the misinformation of – because that was the thing we had to constantly – correct in uh batman returns when people have this idea that like oh yeah christopher walken's character was originally going to be harvey dent and i went into strenuous research i was like no that was never true that's just a thing somebody somewhere on the internet put up one time and now everyone believes that to be true we could just put that up on like the imdb trivia it's like yeah that was originally in the script that tim curry was her son and there was there was a, a scene written and there you go and and everyone it was spread around and everyone would believe it and then, like, it would okay. just become accepted as like, oh, that's, they should have done that for Home Alone too. <laughs> oh, they were going to, but they cut it out. And I'd be like, <laughs> but it would, it would live with the legend of the movie,
0: so everyone would believe <laughs> it anyway. I pu- I'll put that in the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Oh, but anyone could get in there. would <laughs> be yeah, the Wikipedia good. heist of
2: just trying to break into Wikipedia now. <laughs> I was going to ask cute. Sean if you have you dealt at all with the. Um, the, the ongoing meme with the pigeon lady where people just keep talking about that she looks like Piers Morgan the whole time? <laughs> no, I am not
0: aware of this meme at all.
1: Yeah, it was just, that's,
0: uh, that, that's it. That's the meme. <laughs> she does point. look
1: like him when you see them next to each other. It's weird. Uh, it's like when you say someone in the,
2: in the cop in the park recognizes her, they like, Are you Piers Morgan? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> well, look, luckily, nobody uh, oh. then, at least in America, <laughs> knew who he was.
0: Mm.
1: yeah, think think was, so, if only if only that continued, eh? it
0: was a better time. I just I yeah, I did a quick image search and I see the side by side Pierce Morgan and and Brenda Fricker and the likeness is uncanny. it really is
1: <laughs> that's her son. <laughs> there you go.
0: I have that one. he's in there. he's in
2: the hotel interviewing Donald Trump during that oh, scene. <laughs> and yeah, then he's she sorry. won his pass, and he's like oh my God mother
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and there's there's your drag inspiration. Dress Morgan up as the pigeon lady. <laughs> oh my God. It all makes perfect sense. I love it. I love it. it yeah, or you it, could have had feel... Donald
1: Trump being her son.
2: The people saying I'm related. I know the pigeon ladies of the park. Very good friends of the pigeon They are not my mother though. <laughs> but, um, that would have been. You uh, feel the absence. Absolute... That was the first time watching it on Disney Plus this year. It was just like, oh, it's gone. That That cameo. Ain't there no more. <laughs> what? Like, it was on my Disney or? Plus. Really? Oh, but that wasn't I watched it. Oh, my God. Who'd you watch so oh, Disney Plus uncut? oh <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> Maybe. Did you just maybe block it out or... Maybe. party that, memory? Hmm. Yeah. It was definitely on mine because I was like, wow. That's oh, so weird. I just remember the big news story that it was getting cut and then just watching it
1: this time, I was like, yep, this wasn't there. It's just, it's just been Ooh. sliced up. I did remember hearing about that, yeah, yeah so I, I was quite surprised when I saw it. I wonder why... Maybe I have some kind of weird uh, setting, but I don't know. Wait, mine are uncut, yeah, unedited uh, versions.
0: Yeah, uncut and unedited. Um, so let's let's move on. Let's leave the park. We have a quick scene back at the toy chest. Our conversation with John and Niles was going a little bit long, so uh, we decided to cut it up into a few episodes. So we will pick up and continue with discussion on the next episode of the next scene.